and welcome to Casa Grande Chats, a podcast dedicated to the Loud House spin-off series, The Casa Grandes, and I'm your host, Sunny, and welcome to episode 6 of Casa Grande Chats, and happy premiere day to the Casa Grandes! Woo! <laughs> well, when this comes out, obviously, the Casa Grandes have already premiered, but happy premiere day for the Casa Grandes! I just, I can't believe it that the Casa Grandes have finally premiered, and we're here in October, and the show is finally here, and all of the hype is around for it and I am just so happy to finally be here for the premiere month of the Casa Grandes. Like it just seems like just yesterday we just had the arc premiere or even the show was just announced and waiting so long for October it seemed like October was just so far away and then we finally had the Casa Grandes officially premiere on Monday October 14th and that was amazing to me. Like I am so excited for what else is to come for the Casa Grandes. So there's a little sneak, sneak peek of how much I enjoyed the Casa Grandes. So for this episode I am going to be focusing on the Casa Grande episode that premiered in our second half of the show, but we wanted to first get into some news and also talk about the King of the Cons episode, which is the Loud House episode. Not too much detail, but it is a special, so it might be more than what I usually say for 11-minute episodes of the of the main show versus the Casa Grandes. So with that being said, let's get into some Casa news. Hey, it's me, Ronnie Ann. If you like the Louds, come meet my family. My mom, my brother, Abuelo, Abuela, Theo Carlos, Tia Frida, my cousins Carlota, CJ, Carl, and Carlitos, and our pet Sergio and Lalo. We are the Casa Grandes. So for this new segment, there's not going to be a lot of news to talk about because most of the news that we know about right now has already been announced with like the new episodes that are coming out and some other things. But I'm just going to talk about some other some little things that are coming up in the future. So we do know that this Saturday, we are getting new episodes of The Loud House and The Casa Grandes. We're getting two Loud House episodes, only one Casa Grande episode. I thought they were going to premiere both Casa Grande episodes, like the same thing with The Loud House, but for some reason, The Casa Grandes is only getting one episode while The Loud House is getting two. I don't know why, but that's just how the scheduling is. So for Saturday, we were getting two Loud House episodes, which is... um. Tales of Woe and Last Loud on Earth. Tales of Woe was the Stella episode we kept hearing about, and I'm, like, really excited for that one because, obviously, it's going to be, be about Stella. And then uh, Last Loud on Earth is, of course, the clicking episode where they think they're in a zombie apocalypse. We have, so we did get the title cards for these episodes, which we got Tales of Woe and Last Loud on Earth. Tales of Woe is written by Carla and storyboards by Sarah Johnson and... Uh, uh, co and directed by Jessica Borowski. Um, so this episode I am very excited for because it's the Stella episode and uh, I'm really intrigued by how Stella's going to be a main character for this episode or she's going to be there as kind of like the plot that drives this episode. And it's a Lakening Friends episode again but now with Stella in the gang I think it'll be a, a different dynamic with that now that she's kind of a key player in the episode. And then with Last Line on Earth, it is written by no one, who else but Kevin Sullivan. <laughs> I feel like Kevin has written a lot of Clinkin episodes in the past, so I feel like wh who better to write a Clinkin episode than Kevin? So, you know, as, as a Clinkin as a fan, I'm really excited for, again, seeing more of what he writes for Clinkin. That he wrote Recipe for Disaster, obviously, so that was a Clinkin episode. He did not write um The Kings of the Con, that was uh, the last Whammy episode. So seeing Kevin write a clean episode again 
I feel like it's natural. And it's storyboarded by Jordy Cox, and I feel like, again, that's just really natural for The Loud House, especially with a clicking episode. I feel like, again, who else to storyboard a clicking episode than Jordan, uh, Boy Jordan, and then directed by Kyle Marshall. Oh, he's uh, Kyle, okay. <laughs> I don't think we haven't seen him direct in a while, but again, and then, of course, uh, executive producer by Mike Ruber. And again, it's, it feels like another just, like, a natural, this is like a natural just, like, regular episode of the loud house like the regular people writing the clicking episode it feels like it's again just normal loud house as usual because we are so early in the season four so it's like oh here's like the typical like the 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 regular people who take care of the clicking episode so and again i am i am interested in this one I know some people are probably going to be skeptical because about Kings of the Con. Um, we get to that a little bit. Of, there's some kind of a discourse on that episode, as some people have claimed. But uh, yeah, with Blast on Earth, I'll be, I'll be positive on it. You know? I'm sure it'll be good. Obviously, it'll be good. And then, of course, um, the Casagrande episode we're getting is New Haunts. Uh, we don't have a we don't have a title code for that one. We don't know who's writing it. We don't know anything about it yet. But we did get a promo for it after the Casagrandes premiere, which I had guessed there was going to be a new promo when I was on the uh, live stream for the Loud House fan page. Which if you if any of you want to check out that uh, live stream again, they do replay the live stream on the Facebook uh, fan page, or you can listen to Casagrande Chill Sessions because Seren actually recorded our entire session on his podcast. So you want to check that out listen to it again. I've listened to it multiple times because I do listen to my own voice while I do edit my own podcast, so I wanted to actually see how I sounded to other people, you know, but uh, I had a lot of fun on that live stream, obviously, so it was a lot of fun with, with Nat and Seren, so make sure you check out that that um, that live stream. It was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, we did get a new promo for the Loud House episodes and the Casa Grande episodes because they're both Halloween-based episodes, and um, Remember when I said that I thought that Roddy was going to throw a party? Because again, I wasn't sure on what the episode was going to be about, whether she was going to a party or throwing a party. Because I had two guesses. Either she was going to a party or throwing a party. And uh, the first thing I said was that she was going to throw one. Now I know she's going to a party, which makes a lot more sense to me. Because in the promo, it shows that Ronnie Ann and Sid have dressed up in costumes because they think they're going to a costume party. But then they, they see they're just going to some regular parties, some sort of thing. So, uh, again, I'm really excited for that episode just because I want to see Ronnie Ann interact with other kids. Because, you know, she's made friends with Sid and her city friends are eventually going to show up. I don't know how they're going to show up in the Halloween party, whether she's meeting them for the first time in the, uh, in the, in the party, or whether she already knows them and just kind of, like, is like, hey guys, remember me? I almost lied to you about where I was from, but now I'm totally cool now with where I'm from, you know? It's like, hey, I have a friend now, her name's Sid. It's like, oh, you ditched us? Oh, no, 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 it's, it's just, you know, we can all be friends or something, I don't know. Like, I'm really curious as to how her city friends will be introduced in that episode if that is the episode they're gonna be in because again that one promo had Samir in the banana costume so I assume that's where it's gonna be at because she is in the gumball costume and that one like she is in this one um so I'm wondering how or why Ronnie and thought the party was a costume party you know with her being like a cool cat you know she would have thought maybe it was a cool party but maybe Sid kind of convinced her that it was going to be a costume party because he knows Sid but I do want to see how this will affect Ronnie as a character and how like her reputation of herself will affect herself as to um talking and hanging out with other people because again like my headcans have always been that Ronnie and is still 
very socially awkward around people. I mean, I know that maybe having, like, Sid now around has really made her feel more open to talk with people, but I still feel like she has a little bit of social anxiety in that, so I just want to see her be like, hey, guys, cool party, am I right? And she's, like, in her, like, gumball costume, and people would think that she's really not as cool, and, you know, because it says that, you know, the party is cool but not fun, so maybe her and Sid decide that's not as fun. And vampire bobby oh my gosh like i'm not gonna lie like this may sound really weird but i think bobby looks super super handsome in that vampire costume not gonna lie like oh my gosh like i love it and i really i hope they say that bobby is dressed up as a vampire because of Lori. because again like Lori's costume was a vampire costume in tricked so I hope they keep that continuity where it's like, oh, uh, you know, me and Lori are kind of like a, you know, like a, a matching couple with costumes, even though we're far away. So I want to dress up as a vampire just like her. If they don't, that's a missed opportunity or just a funny coincidence. <laughs> but I would think with they we kind of know that continuity, maybe they will keep it like that. But I don't want to like assume anything right now. But that's what I I think. I really do want to. I do. I really do want to draw Bobby and Lori as a vampire couple because it just makes sense. But yeah. And then also in the promo we saw Roddy and then Bobby like doing the little thriller dance, which was kind of neat. So I'm like, how is that gonna happen in the episode? Instead of like Roddy instead of like little like a uh, like turtleneck of sweaters and Bobby was like throwing this little like. I don't know, like, I don't know, like, uh, like, a fake bug on them or something. Like, I don't know why they're wearing sweaters. It's, like, super adorable, too. I think that might be at the end of the episode where Roddy and Sid realize that the party wasn't really as fun. Um, so they go back to the Mercado and just hang out with the Casagrandes again. It kind of reminds me of, um, the waiting game from season one with, um, with Lincoln and Clyde, where they wanted to go to Chandler's party, but they didn't actually go to the party. Whereas this time, uh, Roddy and Sid are going to the party, and it's not as fun. That's kind of how I imagine with, like, Chandler's party with Lincoln and Clyde, it wouldn't have been as fun with that. So, um, I, again, I am very interested in that episode just to see how it will affect Roddy's character development. Um, and talking about the next episode, Croaked, funny thing, actually, um, the episode's supposed to premiere next week. But it's actually premiering earlier than next week. <laughs> so we found out that they're actually going to do on, I think it's on Deus de Nuechos, which is the 21st. Uh, they're doing a live stream on Nickelodeon's YouTube page all day showing that episode. Um, and I didn't, I couldn't, I didn't even know they were going to do this. <laughs> like, it was a surprise to me that like, oh, we're, we're going to show this entire episode all day on our YouTube page, like, I don't know, like, five days before the episode comes out, because I was trying to find the uh, banner for it. Yeah, so it says, live stream October 21st at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Nickelodeon's YouTube page. Now, um, I need to check, when is the 21st? That's a Monday. I can actually watch it before school, because <laughs> I was worried, because I was like, you know, with school, I, I do have, I do have a, I do have school on Monday. But of course, it is going to be all day, but uh, I don't have class till 3 o'clock on Mondays, so I can't watch the premiere of it when it does premiere on, on, on the 21st, because I don't, I don't want to be like, you know, in school and I'm like trying to check my phone in the middle of class and I'm like, no spoilers, no spoilers, you know, or like how many times it'll run during the day, you know, because this is a live stream, so I don't want to like, like pull up the live stream and all of a sudden it's in the middle of the episode where like, Adelaide's frog dies, and I'm like, what just happened, <laughs> you know? Um, and also, like, because I'm looking at the picture of Roddy and with her, with the, the picture of Roddy in there, and then they also have the, the frog there, I think that's Adelaide's frog. It looks kind of like hops, 
I think the Loud House still has that same style of frog, so, uh, yeah. But I, I'm really excited for that episode because I know it's going to make me cry. But I'm really, I'm interested in why they decided to live stream it before the episode comes out on the 26th. But again, with, like, the episode, the Cascarani the episode that premiered uh, uh, this Monday, there was, like, 4.8 million views of the actual uh, episode of the Cascarani on the YouTube page. So a lot of people watched it, so, you know. But, uh, I mean, to get the episode early, I guess it's fine with me, you know, I, I, I ain't complaining there. I think that's a really interesting idea, though, that they, they would premiere early. I mean, you know, if they were to do the other Casagrande episode, you know, I'll, t I'll gladly take an episode early before it comes out, say, with, like, um, the uh, Going Overboard episode. Uh, so, yeah. And uh, other news with The Loud House and Casagrandes, again, we don't really have any true news for each of the shows, but um, with The, with the Loud House and Casagrandes, for example, we, we are getting Living with Loud that is coming out in November. Uh, Paper Cuts made a post about it on their Twitter page. They didn't show any new sneak peeks or anything. They just, they just posted about it for the Casagrande premiere. They're just like, oh yeah, remember we're getting this uh, comic next month. And I'm like, yes! We're getting my, my favorites and they're coming back together in the comics. I'm excited! But you know, it's not until November 26th. They moved it back again. Because originally it was supposed to be, I believe it was, supposed to, it was supposed to come out November 12th or November 16th. But then they, of course, as typical fashion for the comics, they always moved them back. So it is November 26th which yeah, I'm very upset about because I wanted it earlier, but what can you do? I just hope that maybe Paper Cuts will post a actual, another preview for the comic again, because I'm just sitting here desperately waiting to see that one preview of Lincoln, Sid, and Ronnie end together, because we did see the one where, you know, with the back cover, Lincoln, Sid were, like, next to each other, we didn't see Ronnie because it was covered, but I'd really like to see, like, they, Paper Cuts does post some of those previews sometimes when the, when the comics are coming up, so hopefully maybe at the end of October, into November, they'll show us actual previews of the comics so I can get really, really excited about it because I am like just so excited about like it being Sid, of course, and like you know, going to see Ronnie and eventually in the city. So, and um, I know Candy Ray Juniverse actually posted on his Twitter that there is a schedule for Loud House and Casagrande episodes in November. We don't have a titles or synopsis for them yet, but he did say that on zap to it there is episodes that are listed on there so we might be getting some loud house and casa g's in november i would be very happy if we do i don't want us to go on the hiatus like this soon you know i mean loud house maybe but you know with casa g they just premiered so i don't want them going on hiatus too soon but with november and into december december is usually the hiatus month into january where we, where we don't get new episodes of shows of any show really that's the hiatus month so you know if they just you know throw in some like Loud House of Casa Grande's before December, that'll be perfect. And of course, we're getting the comic. And um, in other news of with the Casa Grande's, Lalo just posted on his Twitter that the cast members and the crew members of the Casa Grande's are going to be at this thing called Hispanicize this weekend in uh, Los Angeles doing, I guess, a signing or like a panel or something. Oh, it says panel. Okay, so it's a panel. So if you're out there in LA and you can go to this panel, please do because I do like to hear about whatever the Castagrandes are doing about the cast and crew talking about the show. Most of the, the uh, panels they've done, we've always seen like screenshots or just tiny little videos here and there. 
and I can't go to any of these because I don't live in California, which stinks because they're always doing all these panels in LA, but that's where they are. So make sure you go out to there if you live close to that and see if you can go to the panel. Maybe tell me what happened. They talk about any future plans for the show or show any new clips of the show. Please tell me because I'd love to see it. And again, uh, talking about the Casagrandes, like on Instagram or even Twitter, the cast and crew have been like so excited to talk about the show. They've been posting some new like promo art all this stuff like advertising the show like behind the scenes stuff it's really awesome like how excited the people working on the show are excited as for show as we are excited for the show because I've been waiting so long to see all this you know promotion and all these behind the scenes stuff and all this promo art and stuff and it's been really just a great moment to see the show all come together and everybody's just like so happy with the result because obviously I'm very excited and very happy with the result of the Casa Grande is finally premiering and it's just wonderful. So I can't wait to see more like behind the scenes stuff like storyboards from the episodes or even just more behind the scenes stuff. I know somebody who was a background painter on the show has now been posting on, her, on their Instagram about like, you know, props they've done or backgrounds they've done, which is really cool. Like I know the one they showed where they showed like um, a... Um, I spot the difference where it was like one was the Loud House version of the Casagrande's background and another was the Casagrande's background now where they kind of like changed up the style and they tried to change up the colors now. If you kind of look at the difference, it's like, oh, okay, that's kind of, that's kind of neat. They kind of like reverted the colors, like they made some colors different from the buildings and the background and such. So I never really would have noticed that detail until they would have told me. I thought they would have sticked with the same that they were going with the Loud House. But when I talk about some of the Loud House episodes, that the Loud episodes. When I talk about the Casagrande episodes, there's some of the animation I can tell where it's super different from the Loud House now, where it's very like, oh, I can really spot the differences here, but it's not too much where it's distracting, you know? So I was really cool to see that. So I'd love to see more of the behind the scenes stuff they show with the Casagrande stuff with the characters or the backgrounds and storyboards, things like that. So yeah, that's all the news I can talk about. I don't think there was anything else that was announced with news, whether it be from the main show or the Casagrandes because right now this week we obviously are getting new episodes on Saturday so there's not anything that's coming up with news because of course they're still promoting the Casagrandes with doing panels and stuff and promoting it and talking about it since it's just premiered so obviously when we have next week when the other episodes premiere we'll probably get more news coming out whether it be like new episodes coming up for the Casagrandes and the Loud House so when we come back we're going to do reviews of the new episodes of the Loud House and the Casagrandes or episode because it was a special which is King of the Cons followed by the Casagrande episodes going overboard and walk don't run when we come back <laughs> I'm in a big city with my big familia. Every day here is my favorite dia. One big house in our family store. Food and laughter y mucho amor. Tios, abuelos, all of my primos. A dog, a parrot, amigos. We're one big family now. Sundays and Mondays, they're all fun days when you're with the Casa Grande. Mucha vida. Casa Grande. Bienvenida. Casa Grande. Mucha risa. Casa Grande. We're all familia. 
And we are back to talk about the Loud House special King of the Cons and the Casa Grande episodes Going Overboard and Walk Don't Run. So King of the Cons was the Loud House special that kicked off the uh, episode premieres of the Loud House and the Casa Grandes. Obviously, with any premiere, they probably put a new Loud House before any premiere of a new show on Nickelodeon. And, and obviously, the best choice would be to put the Loud House before the Casa Grandes. And having a special to premiere with the Casa Grandes, to me, was a great idea. But the result, uh, let's talk about it. So I don't want to go into full detail with King of the Cons because like I said, my, my show is mainly focused on the Casa Grandes. With it being a special, I feel it's more appropriate to talk more about it because it is a special with that, uh, in that capacity. Um, so I'll make an exception to the specials, not really to any of the alignment episodes that I've done before. So with King of the Cons, it was the episode where Wicked and Clyde brought the sisters to a Comic-Con convention to win King of the Cons for an Ace Savvy convention. They wanted to win King of the Cons because the prize was to be the next Ace Savvy movie. Um, so I was really excited for this episode, but I also wasn't because I... This, we all want an Ace Savvy episode. We all want one that takes place in the universe. And the only time we've really ever had that was Pulp Friction and also the short they did of Deuces Wild, which was based on the comic they did with that. But this episode is mainly just they're going to a convention and that's basically it. Um, and again, I was really excited for it because I love Click and McCloud. I've always said that. I am a huge fan of them. I'm a supporter of their friendship. But this episode, and also it being Whammy's last episode to write for the show together, fell kind of flat for me, and here's why. I had guessed upon this episode that yes, the whole episode was just going to be about Clink and McCloud, and the scissors were going to be pushed away for half of the episode till they come back in the end. And that's basically what happened. Lincoln Clyde was just like, hey, get out of the way. We're just gonna, like, so we were just, we're just gonna, like, cause trouble and capture the cat as a way to get attention and stuff. And that was basically what the episode was. It was like, Lincoln Clyde were jealous that the sisters were getting more attention than they were because they were trying to impress the judges who were gonna judge the King of the Cons competition. But they were just, like, screwing up everything, basically. And... Why they didn't get kicked out of the con is, like, confusing to me. That would have been, like, the obvious thing they would have had in the episode where finally it was the last straw that Lincoln Clyde got kicked down. They had to find a way to get back into the convention center, you know? But they broke so many rules, I'm surprised they didn't get kicked out, you know? But then, like, you know, driving around that truck or, like, you know, basically capturing the cat. <laughs> the kitty, you know? Like, they captured... A famous celebrity, basically, and they didn't get punished for it. What I mean, they kind of get punished for it by making them be their pooper, be, be the cat's pooper scooper. But really, they should have got kicked out because they broke a lot of rules. Like seriously, um, and from like you know, with the fans who have said this episode was bad to the point where it's worse than No Such Luck and even brought in the family. I wouldn't say it was that bad, but it also was, I, to me, it was probably one of the weaker specials. I still say Tricked is the weakest special just because um, Clinton does take up a lot of space in that episode, but I feel like the sisters don't get a lot to do. And the only thing I really think is very, that most people remember from Tricked is the song. I don't think anybody really remembers, oh, hey, Lincoln and Clyde were being chased around by these two thugs the whole episode. Hey, remember when they stole the candy? Or, I, I don't know, like, that's the that's all I remember, remember from that special was, like, like, a cloud would be chased by those guys who were trying to steal everybody's candy and then there was a song. That's how much I don't remember that. Whereas King of the Cons, I remember most of the things where it was, like, Lincoln and Clyde were trying to get attention and that was really most of the episode. Where the sisters, um, won the contest, obviously. I knew they were gonna win 
And, you know, like, Lincoln and Clyde were going to confess that they did everything wrong and stuff. Um, and yeah, like, it was very underwhelming for an overall hyped episode. Like, I know a lot of people were excited for this episode, and I was too! I was very disappointed this episode was not as good as it should have been, you know? There, there could have been a lot of ways you could have had this episode be good. I thought that the sisters were going to win, and then they were going to say, Hey, we can't do this without Lincoln and Clyde, but they just stood there like, Oh, hey, we're going to be in the movie, like... Okay, you know, like, but again, you know, Lincoln Clyde deserved to get punished because they did break a lot of rules. Um, yeah, but I just felt like it wasn't a good special, and I'm sure there were some people out there that did like it, but I know a lot of the, um, response to this episode was not very positive, and for me, it was okay. I thought Lincoln was super duper adorable, you know, as always. I think every time I feel like that my attention has always gone to Ronnie and is a favorite character now, there's always a moment with Lincoln, like, the part where he, like, threw the dice at the cat and just kind of, like, you know, hit him a little bit, and then he's like, really? That did not thing <laughs> it was so precious it was so cute or like when like we can like put their everybody's costumes on he's like you all look so amazing it's like oh he's such a baby boy i love him like it's always like oh there's always something that makes me love Lincoln again, even though he, this episode wasn't that good. But um, props to the people who worked on the episode. I mean, it was. I mean, you guys did a lot, a lot of great work on it. But to me and most of the fans out there, this really was a very underwhelming episode. I really hope in the future that you guys honestly do an a savvy episode in the universe, because that's all that we want. And I'm afraid that. I feel like they're not going to do it because they know that we want the a savvy episode. If it, it and if it isn't right most of us will agree that it's not as good as it should be, which, you know, the the AU episodes they've done, I'm not really a fan of, like, one of the boys or white hair, obviously, but they said the episode, even if it's bad, I'm gonna enjoy it because it's in the universe, so, you know, I just feel like TLH just do an a savvy universe episode, We'll all, we'll all, we'll all take it, no matter if, it, if it's bad or not, you know? <laughs> like, just do it. I don't care if it's another click and focus episode, because obviously it has to be, just do it, you know? So, with the King of the Cons, I feel a lot of people have kind of pushed away from Clinkin, where, yeah, we've had a lot of episodes about them, but guys, you know, Clyde is Lincoln's best friend, he's the main, he's one of the main characters of the Loud House, they gotta have clicking episodes because you just can't not have them, you know? If it would feel like it wouldn't feel like Loud House without like they Clyde together because they're best friends. It's like Sid and Ronnie and transition to the Casagrandes, <laughs> you know? So the transition over to the Casagrandes. So I talked about going overboard with my good friend Ryan while he was on my podcast, but we didn't go into too much detail because we had time constraints. So it, so I'm gonna make uh, going overboard a little quick because obviously I've seen the episode like multiple times before premiered. Um, so Going Overboard was a really good episode again. I was really happy because Carlos was the one character I wanted to see focus on and I'm really glad that he was the first one that got focused in the show of the first episode of the spinoff and to see his relationship with Ronnie was super sweet. My one concern about it was that Frida feeling that Carlos couldn't skate again, like, she kind of forbid him to do it ever again, which was kind of concerning, because, like, yeah, I get it that you didn't want him to get hurt, but at the same time, did you, did you really have to forbid him not to skateboard again, you know? And then at the end, Rodian did apologize, because she was like, oh, well, I kind of forced Carlos to keep teaching me how to do all these skateboard tricks. Because, yeah, she was kind of like, oh, come on, Carlos, I know you, you know, maybe you, you can do this for me, you know, God, please, you know. <laughs> she was so desperate to learn those tricks. But it was still really nice to see Carlos and Ronnie Ann's relationship because 
I really want to see more from Carlos because I didn't really care about him much. I love Frida, but Carlos was just kind of there. But now to see that he has more to him than just, you know, being the geeky, um, you know, book nerd, you know. Um, I really love to see more of Carlos, you know, just kind of like bringing out his kind of like, you know, other side to him, like, you know, skateboarding, stuff like that. So, again, I really enjoyed going overboard. Again, not much detail of this episode because, again, it was already posted on the YouTube page that I've talked about it several times, but I did really enjoy the episode overall. And then we have the episode Walk, Don't Run, which is basically the episode where Ronnie and Sid start to walk dogs because they want to pay for certain things they want to get in the future. Because Ronnie, in the beginning, breaks her skateboard is like, oh, I want to, you know, I want to find a way to save up money to buy a new skateboard. And she sees that um, one of their neighbors breaks his back. I actually forgot his name. <laughs> uh, he breaks his back. And so, like, she decides to take care of the dog for him. Then eventually they go all around town finding all of their neighbors and all the side characters with their dogs to take care of to find ways to, you know, get money to buy the things they want. So for this episode, I was really happy about the result of this episode because obviously I was excited for to see another uh, Ronnie and Sid episode together because Room for Improvement being their first episode as a Sid Ani episode like as that as a you know big friendship of um after friended it was very it was a very weak episode to me I didn't care for it as much as I should have but with this episode I loved it I love Ronnie and Sid's chemistry together they are so wonderful together as a pairing and just like their dynamic is great just how they're awesome friends and since getting Ronnie in the K-pop, they're very in sync together. They have a, you know, they have a secret handshake. They're just so in sync and I adore it. Like, again, Sid is obviously like the, the spotlight stealer. Like, she's always great every time she's on screen, every time she has a moment. It's just something about Sid that's absolutely wonderful. And, you know, Ronnie is great too. Um, I don't really have much about Ronnie's character development this episode. Just seeing her relationship with Sid is really great. Just, again, how their relationship is developing. And then, you know, with new haunts, they're going to a cool party. So it would be nice to see more of their friendship there. Um, Carl was definitely the highlight of this episode. Like, I loved Carl having the fake, you know, office and convincing, you know, Ronnie and Sid to take care of Lalo for him for $4 to the five. <laughs> I love how Sid is like, step into my office, Ronnie. $4 is $4. <laughs> Like, no argue there. $4 is $4. She's right. Or, um, pay me 10 bucks, I'll give Lalo back. And he just gives Lalo back and Ronnie just goes, Carl! <laughs> like, Carl's great. And then, oh my gosh, Bobby with, like, Ronnie and, um, one of the dogs, Pickles, is like, you know, run, like, he's, like, playing in the mud. And Ronnie goes, no! we can't bring him back like this and Bobby just pops out of nowhere and is like hey Ronnie I'll give you the family discount I'm like Bobby <laughs> you're charging your own sister wow oh my gosh like geez like yeah it's like oh my gosh your family it's like I'll give you the family discount like what you gotta pay him he's your family <laughs> what Bobby is this revenge for uh, Ronnie again for pranking you and pranks for the memories like wow and then, like Bobby coming back where you know he had finished bathing Pickles and it's like, this dog does not like to get bathed. <laughs> um, there were some great moments there. And even with, um, when Sid is like, oh, I'll get the squirrel to help one of the dogs, one of the dogs like squirrels. 
and it's like, oh, hey, Rocco, and I'm like, oh, is that like a reference to, uh, you know, Carlos on the show plays Carlos, but he also plays Rocco on Rocco's Modern Life, so is that kind of like a little reference to Rocco's Modern Life with the with the squirrel being named Rocco? I mean, if, if he was voiced by Carlos, that'd be even better, but I just thought that'd be a fun little reference, maybe I just thought that was a cute little, oh, hey, it's Rocco, because Nickelodeon show, maybe, I don't know. And also the transition in this show I absolutely adore. I think they're really cool with the different colors where they go like around the city and stuff and the little blocky things I still think are really neat. Um, and also there's a really adorable moment where Ronnie and Sid are talking about like what kind of things they want to buy. Ryan's, Ryan just pulls out like a little magazine. She's like, I'm going to get the knee pads. I'm going to get the helmet. I'm going to get everything on this list. And she like, like, like just wiggles her legs and just like, hold, like hugs the magazine. And they're like, oh, you precious little angel. You deserve everything your heart desires. <laughs> but yeah, but at, at the end of the episode, when they start to lose all the dogs, they, tr they try to find a way to get all the dogs back. It kind of reminded me of Mall of Duty where Lincoln had lost all his sisters in the mall. So he tried to use his wits to try to figure out, like, okay, what would my sisters be doing at this moment? You know, Lisa would be, like, doing something, something science-y. Lana would be with the animals. Lola would be, like, you know, I don't know, like, in the princess thing or whatever. Or Sid and Ronya were like, okay, we gotta figure out what each dog likes. That's kind of what, what it reminded me of in that way. At the end, the dog catcher catches them and, like, gives them a fine about, like, oh, you gotta pay for all these dogs to get them back. And they start back from square one, which I think was a really nice, um way to end that where it's like they kind of got their comeuffins in a way but also it's like oh you can't just get this like thing really fast you have to work for it and if this was a Lincoln and Clyde episode I feel like it would have been like typically an episode for them you know they would have been in the situation but because it was Roddy and Sid it was nice to see a different set of characters in a, in a dynamic or a different setting that I think another character could have been in. Um, so again, like, Ronnie and Sid are just great characters. I feel like, you know, Ronnie is starting to be a better protagonist than Lincoln, not gonna lie. As much as I love Lincoln since we've seen him for four seasons, it's nice to see Ronnie finally be a great protagonist, and Sid, of course, is a wonderful character, wonderful best friend for her. And I just thought it was a really great episode overall. Like, it was just wonderful. Like, I don't really have much to say on it, but I think it was just great for both of them as, like, their first, like, friendship episode together and I hope to see more of their dynamic because they just worked off so well together. So after that great premiere I'm just like I can't wait for Saturday. I can't wait for new haunts. Like, I really want to see what else they can bring for the Casagrandes because after that Loud House episode kind of disappointed me in a way. Sorry, Loud House crew. The Casagrandes really just made me feel so much better about the show. And I'm like, yes, I can't wait for the spinoff. I just can't wait for Rodian to be a main character. I just can't wait for more of her adventures. I just can't wait for the show. Like, I want it, like, right now. Just give me the show, man. I can't wait till Saturday. Like, but it's like, oh, I gotta wait for Rodian for a whole week. Come on. You know, but I guess it'll be worth it in the end. So, yeah, I definitely loved Walk Don't Run. I think it was a great, great episode. Just to, And also with uh, Going Overboard, the premiere of the Casa Grandes was just wonderful. I am so excited for this show. As you can tell from this podcast, I am just really, really hyped for this show. I can't wait for more. So, yeah, that was everything. That was the news, the review of King of the Cons, review of Walk Don't Run, and Going Overboard. If you have any questions about the podcast or want to discuss the podcast with me, you can contact me over X Sunny Eclipse or at the podcast's Twitter, Casa Grande Chats. And we'll see you next time on Casa Grande Chats.